Good morning, friends. Pastor Chuck Blair here. Great to have you joining me this morning as we, we get started here in, in full swing with the story of Noah. And we're going to be looking over the next couple of weeks at this beautiful story of, of Noah and the ark, something a lot of us remember as kids. And for some of you, maybe the first time you heard this story. So it's interesting. Today we're starting with, with Genesis 5, and it's it's looking at it, and I, I think in a in a fun way, which is which is kind of realizing that there's all kinds of mistakes on the journey home. That's the title for today: mistakes on the journey home. So Genesis five starts out, and there's a couple of these parts in the Bible that are sort of lineage passages, and and these lineage passages, if you're a Bible reader, and not that many people are, frankly, but if you are, they're the sections you skip because it's like so and so beget, so and so beget, so and so. It's like these long family histories, which were important at that time historically to sort of establish context. But but what do they have to tell us today? And, and here's a Christian New Church perspective on that. They have a lot to tell us. So let's take a look at that. So, so if Genesis 5 is the chapter we're looking at, and I'm not going to read it because it's actually long, but there's 30 some odd vo- uh, verses of this person begat that person begat that person, you know, just on and on and on and on. And why is that? Like, what's what? Why is that in there? Like, so what? You know, um, what does that matter? Well, from a Christian New Church perspective, we believe that this is talking about a deeper truth. And the deeper truth is that all of these things is sort of this spiritual ancestry that all of us go to eventually arrives at a point, And that's where Noah's, Noah's name shows up in verse 32. Eventually arrive at a point where, where things have been whittled down and it's like, oh, here it is. This is this is what's significant. This is what matters. And that little part in fancy theology is called a remnant. It's just this little small part of truth that we get that's incredibly important. And then, folks, that's that's the part I want to talk about today. And that's the part I'd ask us all to just consider and just to breathe with, because I, I think it's really beautiful and I think it's incredibly important. What what happens in life, right, is is we go through life and life kind of moves through this process of of being really complex and really challenging and may start out easy, but but it, it definitely gets harder and harder and harder. And, and inevitably, being human beings, we lose our way. And from, from a real important perspective with that, it's not that there's anything wrong when we do. It's in the book. This is what happens. This is how we go about life. It's not like there's tragedies involved here. You know, I mean, there are tragedies in life, right? But but it's not like we're making them up. It's just, this is life. This is what happens. This is what we go through. And then we end up over time and we get to these, these places where all of a sudden all that gets distilled into these, to these beautiful parts. And that's what this is about. That's that you think of that as Noah. So what does that, what does that mean in our real lives? Like one of the parts that's always interesting to me, and this has been a big aha over the past couple of years is anytime uh, you know, I work with people and maybe you've heard me say this before, you know, you work with a couple, you work with, you're really working with four people, only two of which are worth talking to. And I think that's true for most of us as well. You know, most of us um, have a part that just is, is not worthwhile to talk to in our, out of our own heads or with other people. It's just not a good place. And, and so much of life, and I think so much of church and a huge compelling why of the church 
is to get to that conversation around those more significant parts. And, and there's no better phrase for it, I use this phrase all the time, than the better angels of our nature. That's what church is supposed to do. It's supposed to get us thinking about that. It's supposed to get us in touch with that. It's supposed to get us centered on that. It's supposed to get us to that to that point. And that, and that better angels of our nature, I think that feels like home. I think when we're in that place, it really feels like home. And there will be many mistakes along the way that that get us there, but we have to hold it as that this is this is really the art of homecoming, the art of of that place. And and what is it that's that's within that? You know, the better angels of our nature. Well, one phrase that is fascinating is the phrase innocence. And in innocence, we kind of think of at least for me, I immediately go to well, that's kind of naive. You know, not what's innocent in the world? It's all such a mixed bag. It appears. That's not what the word actually means. The word innocent actually is Latin for unwounded. And I think, friends, that you all have that part that is unwounded. You know, it's deep. It's buried within there. We may be asleep to it for a large part of our lives. But that's the real part that we want to consistently be touching base with. Because we can touch base with our anxieties, our worries, our concerns, all those. We can touch base with those. And, you know, even this morning, just, you know, I woke up and, of course, I'm like reciting in my head all the things I have to be worried about today. What a, what a waste of time. But I'll do it and I'll, I'll do it again tomorrow. Right. But I but I have to keep on working to come down to that that core part. And and I need to work at that in my relationships. I need to work at that in my life. And I think we, we all need to do that. Right. Because it's just it's just so easy to get stuck in the other parts. And and yet, you know, we gotta get through it. We gotta get through those other verses to get to this part of Noah. So so that's what we're gonna be working on. And you know, and that's kind of the big picture of this. It's it's finding that that remnant in ourselves. It's ourselves, it's finding that heart of gold in ourselves, it's finding that inmost in ourselves, that place where God dwells. And, and if you're having problems finding peace today, you know, just, just think about how that might be able to look, you know, and how, how that, how that could function in your life. If, if we just touch that just a little, just a little more. And, and how do we know when we touch it? I feel like you know, just because we can breathe, you know, and the questions are good and the, the conversation's good. And it's, it's, has a sense of freedom and this flow. And, and it completely is able to understand that, of course, there are mistakes on the way home. And, and they're somehow all about getting us on that journey and moving us to that place. So, so that's my, my thought for today, folks. And I, and I hope that makes sense and that you can maybe just sense that part a, a little bit today. And that's what this whole story Noah is going to be about. You know, how do we bring that out of times that can feel like such a flood? There's your, there's your flood story right there. So what we're going to do now, friends, is now we're going to do a little little meditation, a little prayer, a little blessing, and then we'll say hi to folks on social media. Again, we get comments throughout the week, and if you're joining us for the first time, the place where we leave social media comments that I that I read online are off of our New Church Live Facebook page, and we do a lot of feeds to a lot of different places, but that's where we, we tend to center our commentary during the week. So with, with that, friends, let's get a little breath.
Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still and. Be still. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, and bring you home. Amen. So, folks, I wish you a great day and a great week ahead. And, uh, yep, hope you can join us tomorrow as we continue on with this story. No, and again, it's it's really a story about bringing that, that really that tender inmost part alive. And, and what does it look like? Like, what do we got to get rid of? What do we want to embrace? How do we want to do that? Because I feel like that's so much what, what we're trying to do here in humanity. All right, friends. We'll take care. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.